And you said we're going to wait till we finish the, finish the class. Just the host here, myself, Leech. To my left is Nere. Good guy. And across from me is Av. Hi. So today we're going to talk about, we're going to get started with entanglements. All right? Hey, so, Siri, what is an entanglement? What is an entanglement? What is that? Is, is it a relationship? Is it, is, is it its own thing? Is it, is it a situationship? What is an entanglement? An entanglement <laughs> is an illusion. An illusion? <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. So. <clears throat> it's not a real what? It's not a real relationship. Okay. It's not a real relationship. It's, you don't want to, you don't want to admit what's actually there. Mm. Or you don't want to own up to your actions with someone. So you call it just an entanglement, Ooh. not a relationship, but it was just an entanglement. <laughs> like I, we don't even know like, what that word means. I feel like just, entanglement could just is another word for just like uh, friends with benefits, because it's all it's an entanglement. All you're doing is being entangled with each other and having sex, basically. But she could have said that. That's a common term already. <laughs> Why are you now trying to create a word where like your relationship is ambiguous? Like, just. <laughs> Just say what it is. But they weren't friends with benefits. She, j- he, they invited they had a whole August into into her home, and then when her and Will split, she got entangled in the bed with August. Like they weren't friends with benefits. I wouldn't think. Like they just a married woman got into a bed with another man. But before the fact, before the entanglement, they were friends, or whatever that relationship was. Mm-hmm. Whether they looked at him as family or as a friend, because he came into the. He came into the family knowing everybody. He knew the kids. He knew Will. He knew Jada. Like, they were all cool. They, like, vacationed together and all of that. So, I mean, whether you want to call him, like, a brother or a son, like, who knows how she looked at him Mm -hmm. before her and Will started getting rocky. And then she kind of turned it into, instead of now trying to help him and, like, do what's the best for him, I'm only gonna look at what I need right now, mm-hmm. and let's uh, let's talk about the age difference. Some about forty. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, because the one thing that like about the entanglement thing is you said it's not a relationship, but in theory, everything that we do is like every engagement that we have is in some way a relationship. So it could be like platonic, whatever it may be. That was a relationship. That was just her way of not admitting it. Mm-hmm. And, like, we don't name situationships and, like, friends with benefits types of things as, like, what they are because sometimes it could feel, like, crappy to do so, but that's exactly what they are. She just, like, gave it a different spin, like what you said, but it was a real relationship. This was just her way of, like, evading that question right. because she knew that she went into it with selfish intentions. Right. Mm. So she didn't want to make it seem – because August came on – the, uh, needing healing. The interview with Angela Yee saying 
yeah, I was in love and we were yeah. like. That's okay. So that's the thing too. The entanglement is like they got entangled. She had different. Um, she was hoping for a different outcome. Like she just knew that she needed what she needed, and he was like, "Damn, like this is Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. <laughs> like she's about to leave Will for me. Yeah. All this stuff. I don't know why he thought." So, that. anywho, so like that is realistic. There was no communication about any type of expectations, so yeah. his expectations were different, and it was just that. And that's unhealthy. Let's Very. talk about the age difference. She's what forty two. She's like 49. 48? Yeah, and he's 49. like 25? Yeah. He's our age, right? 25, 24? He's 27. Uh, 27? Yeah. So he's 27, 27. 29. So is that pedophilia? <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 August Alcina is 27. 27. She's and 48. Jada Pinkett. She's 48. Something like okay. that. One of them high 40. So they numbers. got 20, 21 years on each other. Yes. Pedophilia is a stretch, but she definitely yeah, is too old for him. I don't know if you can call it pedophilia because he's actually an adult. He's but you, I mean, okay, he's an adult. I'm just saying, like, it's not pedophilia. Like you said, you said you seen on Twitter. If, if it was Will who did this, he'd be looked at as a pervert, all types of shit. If yeah. it was Will who had did it, but I don't think it's even if Will did it, it's not pedophilia because he's still a grown man. But I do think if the roles were reversed, if Will was talking to one of Willow's little friends. <laughs> Say Willow is older. Like, because Willow's like, what? Willow's a baby, yeah. She's like, like a so teen. If Willow was a little bit older down the line. and Jaden's w- friends. Will is talking to one of Jaden's little girlfriends or whatever. Everybody will be looking at it like, yo, that's wild. Yeah. Why is it wild? Because this is one of your kid's friends. That's what it was. That's, that's why wild. it's wild? Or the age difference doesn't I make think it's it the wild. age difference. I think it's the age difference. And it's also like this person is old enough to be one of your kids' friends. Like maybe if Jada didn't have any kids or any but kids in then. the house. But it's like August came in, and I'm sure he was close with Jaden. Like they around the same age. Like they they Trading relate to cards. the same things. They both were in the music industry. Like <laughs> I'm sure they had a lot in common. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like they were friends. So you're more worried about the situation than the actual age. I mean, the age, the age is is not the best, but you can't say you can't say she's wrong because of the age difference. Because at the time, they are both adults. I think you can though, because at the time that they like had this relationship, um, let's say August was like in his early twenties or something like this. Like it was so literally said it was like, like four years ago. Yeah, so like four years ago. So what? He's like, like twenty three. Um, like 22, 23, and she's in her 40s. Yeah. There's like a certain dynamic that she knows what she's going into. Mm-hmm. And clearly, like, he didn't know what he was getting himself into. Like, he was in love. Like, he thought they were in love. Mm-hmm. So I think that the age difference is kind of like what added to that. Like, he's young. He's looking at her and he's like, damn, like, you know, like, he has different expectations. And she's like, look, I just need to do what I need to do. And like, She's back with her husband. He didn't expect for that to happen. And it's like they're at different places in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what's weird for me personally is like the age difference because I'm not dating someone who is old enough to be my parents' age right. or like old enough to be like one of my parents' friends. Right. That's just weird because we're at different places. And it's also like we're going to have different expectations. All right. So would y'all, would y'all say she took advantage of him? A little bit. 
because he came to that the house he was like hurt like he was sick they said yeah so he was going through his own things his people's dying and so like she just came in and consoled him and eventually just you know got entangled with him like I, I would say that's taking advantage because I mean that's not what he came to you looking for that's just mm-hmm. what happened because you know you had your problems and mm-hmm. you you know got close to him trying to fi- help fix his problems and then y'all end up laying together all problems and all mm-hmm. and also you can like look at like the star power of like Jada yeah. and like the whole Smith family. Yeah. Now he as a young kid, somebody who is probably just getting into the limelight and things like that is being taken in by this family and then she Yeah, I think I think she definitely took advantage of him and that's that's kinda sick. Hmm. I just think you that don't sequence is weird. You don't think he could have wanted it also though? I think he probably did, but the way that it happened does not seem and when it right. Happened. Right, and mm. when it happened. Like, mm. he was at a very vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I, like, they like they literally kept reiterating on this last short episode, which I'm pissed about because when Jada wants to air everybody else's business, it's an hour long. Mm. Um, but this episode of, like, the Red Table Talk, and it was just like, he was very sick. He came to us for healing. And it's like, well, if you know that somebody's in a vulnerable state, you don't, like, do certain things or, like, take advantage of them in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, he, she knew what she was fully getting into. He may not have. And, like, because she showed him kindness at a time where he was vulnerable, that could have been misconstrued. So, like, yeah. very well he could have been going into it. Because, like, Jada Pinkett Smith is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, like, I am pretty sure that, like, most people would not mind – pursuing a relationship with her big facts right so like while he may have like while of course like he was a consenting adult and like was willingly in this entanglement um he was still at a very vulnerable place so like that's also why he thought it was something more than what it was like she knew exactly what it was but because of like his clouded judgment with whatever was going on in his life he may not have known that yeah so uh communication comes into play and i think that with him being so new to the relationship, the relationship, because Will and Jada have a history. Mm-hmm. They've talked about it on the Red Table Talk of how they they have fought, they have broken up, they've gotten back together, that type of thing. He may not have knowledge of that. Mm-hmm. He may have came to this situation and been approached by Jada and thought that, oh, she wants me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Will gone. Will better be packing his stuff. <laughs> you feel me? Like, Will is gone, so this is my time to shine. Mm-hmm. So, well, while it seemed, from my point of view, that August was putting his all into it, Jada's probably, like, just coming and getting what she needed. And then, at the end of the day, she may know that I need to be with Will, or mm-hmm. Will is the only man that I can, like, fully commit to whether like we fully break up or what, but we have kids, we have family that's bigger than anything else. else, So like no matter what August may be trying to, um, trying to do with the relationship, Jada was not on that same page with him. Let's talk about, let's talk about why, why August brought it up now. Why it happened years ago. It's not relevant in, the, in in their lives really anymore. It happened years ago. So what do you think provoked him to just bring it up and talk about it now? His album coming out. <laughs> well, 
well. Is it called entanglement? It's a rollout. It's an album rollout. Um, <laughs> what's the name of his album? Child, I don't know. So, I mean, I think that's I think that was his uh, his point, but like the rollout wasn't the best because people didn't really care about your album. Like they more so wanted to. So you really think he started this controversy just to promote his album? Wait a minute. But I don't think he started it though and because he went on the interview with. Angela Yee, and she asked him the question. The other thing, too, is, like, everybody is talking about, everybody's, like, focused on the whole, like, Jada thing and, like, this whole entanglement. But he talked about a whole bunch of other stuff. People picked what they wanted from that interview and, like, made it about that. So, like, he talked about trying to heal from, like, all this traumatic stuff that happened to him over the past, like, couple years or whatever. And it was, like, so that's why, like, I mean, and like you said, like, Angela Yee asked him the question. Like, he didn't just come out and volunteer the information. But people chose what they wanted to. Like, people listened to what they wanted to listen to. So, you, I'm saying, you think he really just said all this just to promote his album that's coming out? I mean, yeah. Get some buzz around his name? Yeah. See, that's 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 that. That's the music know. business. That shit crazy. It is what it is. How you just going to stir people's lives again? So that now they gotta come out public about it. She stirred up his life. Right. I don't yeah, I I, I don't think compared to what he went through, this is anything. To but him. like he's doing it just for his own selfish needs. But we can't say that he's doing it for his own selfish but, needs. This, so this is this is another thing that I saw a lot when this first happened. People were saying this ain't this isn't August's business to tell. <laughs> like but the nigga like, wasn't involved. <laughs> it's, it's his business. <laughs> like this is his whole story. Like okay. people talking about Oh, August running his mouth. He should keep his mouth shut. This happened to him. But it happened years ago. It don't matter. It happened to him. It's just, what's the point of bringing it up now? That would be different if, like, Jaden Smith, like, was giving a tell-all about this situation. But, I mean, if somebody asked August about his past relationship... He has all the right to tell. So it. that's how this all came out. Like yes. Angela just asked him a question, and he brought up Jada, and that's it. That's where it all came from. Yes, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> we just said that. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I thought he just like came out and tweeted no. some shit. No. I mean, who knows if Angela was like, "I'm gonna ask you this okay. question beforehand." Well, I will say this: he did make a song, and people were like, "Oh, this is clearly about Jada." But that was years ago too, right? That was years ago. Yeah. This was like right after it happened. Okay. All right. Uh, also, I got one more thing, one more thing about it. Is how do we feel about what they said at the end? We oh, ride together, we die together. Bad marriage for life. You know what? How do we feel about that? I don't like it. I don't like it at do all. Do they mean bad marriage is in a literal bad marriage? Or they just, they, they meant mean what they said. Bad marriage is in like, you know, I don't know how else, else to say. I think that's a red flag. It's a red flag. <laughs> I think. A red flag and what, what? What do you mean a red flag? Red flag for who? Both of them. Why would you want to be in a relationship where you can even joke about something like that? I mean, yeah, okay. I I, I knew <laughs> I knew somebody once that told me every joke got a little bit of truth, truth to it. <laughs> who told you that? Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> My ex. Ooh, but uh. So yeah, they say every joke got a little bit of truth in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
you must actually believe that on some level. I just wasn't sure what they, the connotation of bad really meant, like, a bad marriage or just, like, well, we got a bad marriage. Like, this shit, you know, we, no, we, we, ride, we ride together. Wait, we, we threw it all no, together. <laughs> we got, we got no. it going on. I will say, I think that they literally meant, like, a bad marriage. Like, it can genuinely be, like, bad because on a previous episode, they were talking about how literally Jada said it, like, they might be going through whatever. They will still be in the same house. We'll be in his wing doing whatever he's doing. And Jada will be in her wing doing whatever she's doing. And she literally said, you can be in your space doing whatever with whoever. I will be in my space doing with the, doing whatever with whoever. But we will still be under the same roof. So, like, when, she li- when they literally said bad marriage, they meant bad marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but one thing Will said really, really stuck out to me because it, it kind of confirmed the point I was trying to make. Earlier on about open relationships, well, I didn't mean. I didn't. You gotta clarify your point because it I mean, was I, never clear. It was clear. I it did clarify my point. You did not clarify. I it. did. That's didn't. why we were on you. I did. Go ahead. Clear I didn't right mean. Now I, didn't, air, I didn't mean. On wax. I didn't right? mean. I, the original point was that I feel like. I, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just go back to the messages real yeah, quick. That's a whole lot of scrolling. No, all you, all you gotta do is search in the in the top part. Search right. in the top part. Do open do relationship. Do I said, my point is, okay, so my first thing I came up with, I said, still scrolling. <laughs> I said, unpopular thought, all relationships should be open until you're ready to commit and be married. That's what I said. That was the first original which I thought. That's a terrible thought. Yes. Okay. But it was literally just a thought that I that came into my head. And then when I, when I said open, I didn't mean a literal open relationship. I just, said didn't, open. I, I just didn't know how else to describe what I meant. And I said... My point is now is the time during a relationship to work out all the kinks and make sure you're not going into marriage with bad habits. So if a nigga cheats, but you actually like him as a person and can see yourself marrying him, he made this mistake, but it's not the end of the world. But that's not an open marriage. That's not. I didn't say anything about I mean, open that's marriage. Not an open Yo, you, th- your I understand that. Okay, but if your that's how I clear statement was open relationship. Yeah, it was, so, and then I cleared it up. All right, so let's so let's get right into the red flag, green flag talk. I'm just saying, get rid of the notion that it's the end of the world when when niggas make mistakes. I get that. I get that. Because I get that. You I get, get so my. You ain't gonna tell I me. I get it, bro. But I still disagree. But I get it. So I get so exactly how you gonna tell you me my saying. point was never cleared up? No. Okay. So your point was cleared up, but the two sentences. I don't. You should have. You should have never said the said first. Said the first word, bro. Because it you sound like Rami. It, it was. It was. It was a thought that just came to my head, and I put right, it out there, waited. and then I refined you it. You why waited. am I? Man, why I gotta wait to, to say some shit? Because it didn't make sense. Why okay. it didn't make sense to y'all? Okay. Got killed in the group message. Nobody killed me. <laughs> no, we definitely killed you. Nobody All killed us. me. He didn't even say anything. I was just talking to you, and you said, "I don't get it." Oh, and because it didn't make sense. All right, so let's get right into the. Green flags and red flags that you see in relationships. Um, how does this how does this relate to what I'm trying what I'm talking about? Because Cause that's a red about, flag. Yeah. What's a red flag? Listen. Okay. So you want to be in a relationship, right? There's commitment, but there's not like complete. Like you don't have to be completely like perfect right now. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna hold anything to the T to you. Yes. You can make your mistakes, and we're gonna try to work through it until we are actually gonna exchange rings at the altar, right? Yes. But you are in this relationship with somebody, and if they know that's what's going on... If they know what's what's going on. They know that's what's going on. What is I'm that? I'm going to have the freedom to make mistakes in this relationship, right? Okay. What is the f- the freedom to make mistakes? don't even the make freedom. sense. So that means I can cheat 
and it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. That means I can cheat and still come back home to my girl, and we yeah. can work through this. You know we're home. Air quotes. Work through this. How many See, times? That, that's when you got to. Hold on, yo. Hold on, yo. <laughs> how many times are you going to let your man mess up I, okay, or yeah. cheat or make mistakes? That I mean, can't be. That can't be a way of doing things. I, exactly. I this. agree with that. Let me say this, though. Certain things are not mistakes. Mistakes are you leave the toilet seat up. Mistakes are, I don't know, like random stuff. Like you leave a light on. I'm like, dude, like, can you not? Cheating is not a mistake. Mm. And that is something that I think that you have, like you commit that act and you know what you're doing. Like you know fully what you're doing. That's not a mistake. Mm -hmm. So I set my piece on that. And for me, like cheating is not a mistake. That's a non-negotiable. You cheat on me and we're done. But I think that to your point, like there's only so many times where you can make certain mistakes, but certain mistakes are non-negotiable just for me personally. Mm -hmm. I think everybody should have, I want to, how is cheating not a mistake? You don't. Okay. A mistake is (laughs) you bumping my car. A mistake is you accidentally throwing out my takeout. Cheating is not a mistake. If you can have sex with another human being, that's not a mistake. You do that and you do that with like a conscious, that's a conscious effort. Like that's not a, oh, I accidentally did this thing. No, Mm -hmm. you literally meant to sleep with this person. Mm -hmm. Or you meant to like do whatever you did with this person and you knew what you needed from that person and you didn't communicate with me so that I could give you what you needed. Yeah, that's the part right there. Because I think, what part? I think cheating can be a mistake, but I think the part that we miss sometimes is before you cheat with somebody, there are issues and there are problems already brewing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you choose not to bring those to your partner's attention or to talk about them or to address them in any way mm-hmm. and you go on with like the, this discomfort in the relationship and now it puts you in a position where you can cheat. Now that's where you messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't just cheat off the random. Like your mm-hmm. your relationship is perfect, mm-hmm. and like yeah, you just end up cheating. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't just happen because when your relationship is perfect, at least for men, you think about your girl all the time. Like if you're gonna be around some women in the back of your mind, you think about your girl. You thinking about I'm not gonna go in here because I already know. Not that I may do something, but just if my girl saw me, she may feel a certain type of way. And I don't even want to put myself in that type of position. Mm-hmm. But if now there's, like, problems at home, you like, nah, f- forget my girl. I don't, even, I, ain't even, I don't even like her right now. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I can be in a relationship, but I don't even like her right now. Like, it don't even matter. So that's when it gets into cheating. So that's why I don't think it's a mistake. But I think that's that's a red flag, I think, if somebody – has cheated before mm-hmm. or like has like put themselves in that type of position. Whereas now I know that and all red flags don't have to be like, I can't date you at all. Like yeah. if you have a red flag, but it's like, I got, I gotta be cautious of that. Yeah. So I know if we're ever in like deep a waters, space, yeah. anything going on, like I need to know like, yo, what's going on? Like, where are we at? Let's talk about this before things get worse because History repeats itself, and if you don't address the issues, then mm-hmm. they're going to keep on showing up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't think that, like, cheating is a mistake, because it's like, 
there's a before you get to that step there's a lot of stuff that you have to like there's a lot of murky waters that you got to get through and it's like instead of like us getting through it together you choose to get through it in your own way Mm. and it's like that's why it's not a mistake you Mm. made the choice to get through it how you wanted to get through it and Mm. you did not like include me in trying to like work through it with you Mm. okay very valid points all right so we all know the the red flags and relationships. But let's talk about some of the green, the green flags, right? The green flags. What I got some really good green flags. Oh, you about to read them all? Look. Well, not all of them, but you I mean, got some like, really personally, good green flags. You mean, like, personally, she over there dancing and shit, talking about some green flags. Well, I don't I don't date, so. Talking about personally, because she's, ta- she's talking about she got some green flags. No, because, like, dancing. people oh. responded to my <laughs> Insta, like, Insta question or whatever. Um, So some of the ones that I got were, like, <coughs> green flags or, like, doing check-ins. Caring and talking with, like, your person about their feelings. Um, Interest in what your person is trying to do with their life. And the fact that, like, you can talk about your feelings. Um, I think those can easily be, uh, like, faked and also manipulated. That's Mm. true. But, Mm. okay, I'll Like, it's easy for me to, like, do check-ins for, like, two weeks. So, like, this girl started to like me. But keep going. But continue it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> continue. So when I say all these, I think that, like, they're with the idea that they're, like, continued things mm. or that they're genuine. Yeah. Um, so, like, you're genuinely telling me about your, like, feelings or whatever. But you um, know people be having game. And they yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They do. People, people be Niggas having their own thing. game, bro. Um, good conversations. Um... All that sounds just like game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what I'm saying. No wait, apologizing and accountability. There it is. Okay. Um, another one. Growth questions at the end of an argument. What did you learn from this? How can I change? Um. And then there was another one. Unprompted empathy and pro proactive compassion. Mm. Elaborate on those. Well, these were not mine, but I can interpret them for, like, how I thought about them. So, you want the last one? The last two. Okay, so. Compassion. She said, like, proactive empathy. I would think those are green flags for me, too. Uh, not only. Can you let her explain it for me? Let me just get my point off first. Go ahead. I not think only. How you get your point off? I don't understand your point. I'm about to explain it to you from my point. It's not her point, bro. Somebody else commented that. So I really can't explain it either. I'm going to explain it from my perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all I'm asking. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Okay, then He do just that. wants to hear my perspective. So uh, empathy and proactive compassion. Just empathy and compassion for me in are general. green flags in general because, and not even only in the relationship, but towards other people. Yeah. Like the way you treat other people whether they're your family or strangers or whoever, mm-hmm. that can either be a red flag or a green flag for me. Like, if you are nasty to just people on the Random street, <laughs> your waiters and waitresses, like the uh, what's the person that rings your stuff up at Walmart? The cashier, like, nigga. The cashier. Like, if you nasty to the cashier, like that's a red flag. You feel me? But like compassion for those people and like patience and stuff like that those are green flags for me i'm sorry everybody just dropped their menu all of us are getting one all right so these are not mine like these were not ones that i came up with um but these are ones that like people gave me so i think like 
in the same way that Neri said, like unprompted empathy and proactive compassion is yeah, basically that's what like I don't know what unprompted empathy means. Can you let me finish? I mean, you said what he said. He didn't I mean, say just that. Put the two words together. Together, though. unprompted. Like I did not. Like I'm not expecting you to show empathy. It's just something that you're like. Maybe I'm telling you like I had a really rough day or like something random. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like. I'm not expecting for you to like empathize with me in that moment. I'm just venting, but you kind of just like do it anyway. Or like, I just, you know, like random acts of kindness in a way, like Mm. those things are, you know, like they're, they're good to see. And like, I think those are green flags because if you can treat random people well, or like you can, like you just treat everyone well and you show empathy to everyone um, and you're compassionate, then like that just means that that's just something that's ingrained in you and you're going to be a good person. You're going to be a good partner, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, so, yeah. And then like the one that I liked because we talked about like arguments before, too, is accountability and apologizing. And then also like um, growth questions at the end of an argument. So, like. I think it's important to apologize to people if you've wronged mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. So, you know a woman saying that. Excuse me. I don't apologize, but I would like an apology. Not a, <laughs> so not, not a lot of women out here apologizing, but I, I do apologize. I think no, I think that's false. I think that the thing is, like, a lot of arguments and disagreements don't end in a way that's like people feel like they can apologize or should apologize. And there's a lot of ego involved. And it's like, I'm not going to apologize to you because I feel like if I apologize, I'm admitting that I did something wrong. And like that very well may not be the case. Like I could have, I mean, if I yelled at you, right. And like, I didn't think that I was yelling, but you, you processed it as yelling. You're like, yo, you yelled at me. Like that really was uncalled for. Like, you know, it frazzled me. It hurt my feelings. I can say I apologize for yelling at you. I didn't recognize that I did anything wrong, but I still can honor your feelings. And I think that that's something that people forget. So I think that like that is kind of an ego thing. It's like I have like if I apologize, that means that I'm admitting wrongdoing. And it's like, no, that just that just means that you're honoring someone's feelings. But I think in certain instances, you do have to apologize and admit wrongdoing. In certain instances. Yeah, but I'm saying don't just always apologize for how somebody feels or how this made someone feel. Like, no, the, sometimes yeah. you actually sometimes wrong. did something wrong. and it's, I agree with that. You got to apologize for that. I, I agree with that. And I think that that goes with, like, the point of accountability. But to my it, point, my fault, I didn't mean to cut you off. So I think that that goes to the point of accountability. And it's like, well, I can admit that I'm wrong. Right. And if there's someone holding me accountable for my actions and being like, yo, you were wrong, like you were like wholeheartedly wrong, because sometimes we don't see that we were wrong. Um, And like it's hard for us to admit that we were wrong. But if I'm able to apologize, not just for the sake of your feelings, but also for like the sake of admitting that I was wrong in that instance and also for the sake of figuring out how we can avoid situations like this in the future. Like, what is it that might trigger you or might like tick you off that I do that? Like I need to watch out for it. could be yelling. It could be anything. Right. And it's Mm. like, you need to be cognizant of those things and I need somebody to hold me accountable. So that also goes to like some people, when you have disagreements will shut down. 
And it's like, that's not helpful for anybody. But it's also up to that person who, like, committed the act of, like, wrongdoing or whatever to be like, what did I do? How can I not do this again? And how can we grow from this? Mm-hmm. So. To my point, uh, going back to what Will said, is that, like, you should be able to make mistakes oh, oh, without said. without the possibility of, like, losing your mm-hmm. family. And I was you want to harp on this? I was thing. just taking that back down to the point of relationships because te- technically, when we're in a relationship, yeah, I made a verbal commitment to you, but that's it. I don't really owe you anything, and so excuse me. But this is the this is the thing with what Will said. Uh huh. That comes with loving your partner. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't accept apologies and fully forgive somebody that you don't love. Oh, yes. So, I mean, if you're just dating, why are you now ex- ex- expect me to forgive you like you've even made a commitment to me? Mm-hmm. If you've made no commitment to me, why why do I even have to take your mistakes and mm-hmm. your growth and, your, and where you are as a person into an account? Mm-hmm. You just hurt me, and I don't want to deal with you no more. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but if we're married, I think it's different. Because now you're married, you have a family, you two have expressed that you love each other. Like, mm-hmm. this is real. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, now if I make a mistake, you should know that it wasn't out of, um, like, I, I wasn't meaning to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's not what it was. Like, I truly love you, and I made a mistake. That can't happen like, before you get married? People I mean, are in it, relationships where they love each other before I mean, they get married? Could. Yeah, it could, but I'm saying it's not going to be as common. It's okay. not even really that common in some marriages. Okay. So, I mean, I think if you really want to make that, like, if you want to normalize it, like people on Twitter say, like, mm-hmm. you're, that's going to have to <laughs> Yo, be. <laughs> what, did they, what did they say? They use all says normalize Normalizing manifesting, manifesting <laughs> something <laughs> entanglements. They use all the Twitter <laughs> words, bro. I think they said toxic entanglements. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, ever said that, and I was like, Howard, no. I didn't know an entanglement could not be toxic. Yo, normalizing and manifesting are the two <laughs> biggest Twitter words right now. It but used to be toxic, but manifesting took over Go ahead. That. What, you, what you were saying? But, um, yeah, so if you're going to normalize, like, uh, forgiving people's mistakes or, like, letting people, like, make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Not freely, but like more often. Yeah, because it's not a free thing. Yeah, like you're not, not free, free to just but go out and cheat on whoever and do with, whatever you want. With like less, not consequences because there should always be a consequence. Yes, there should. But like a, it, like this is done. Like yeah, I'm, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but like a, like a consequence that would like we're done. So I mean, that's gonna take love. Yeah, like, that's but gonna take like two people. Can who, I? really want want this to work hold on hold on you gotta i want to i want to say that you know do you really not even not even going apart this whole cheating thing just throw that leaving that out there do you really know how to unconditionally love somebody until y'all go through things yeah i but okay can i say that again do you really know how to love unconditionally love somebody without having issues let me say this um I think that you'll always have like speed bumps in a relationship. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be platonic. It could be romantic. It could be between you and your parents. It really doesn't matter. Speed bumps are potholes. (laughs) 
but that's the thing. Potholes are da- like potholes are dangerous. I hit, one, just, I hit one on eighty three. Bro, I hit one on eighty three. I was like, damn, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. I hit the car. Like, dang, I was supposed to. I seen that bitch coming, and I just fucking hit it. I ain't forget me trying to dodge it to still hit it. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> You're not gonna trash my driving. Hey, yeah, that's terrible. Anyway, I think that this is one thing that I saw, and it was like, I think it was a tweet, and it was like. We need to normalize, especially for, like, black women, um, being able to be loved and love without having to go through, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Facts. And I think, <laughs> don't snap at me. I think that for me, it's like, you can love somebody and they don't have to put you through a whole bunch well, of stuff. Let me, let, let me, let me, let me, why is it only, uh, why is it only about black women? Don't white women, everybody else go through stuff too? I mean, I but think, I think. Can, can the black women speak okay, for right, black right, women? Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, not for all black women, but from what I have understood is like the way that I understood this and the way that I've talked about it with other women is like the way that we see love and even how it's depicted, right? The the movies that we gr- like grew up watching, mm-hmm. like Love and Basketball, these like black love stories. Yeah. You had to go through a whole bunch of stuff yeah. to get him to love you. And it's like you had to tolerate all all this stuff from him. Mm-hmm. You had to tolerate like poor communication. You had to tolerate him cheating. You had to tolerate all this stuff. Why don't I deserve love without all of those things? Mm-hmm. And it's not saying that like other women don't experience those things. That's what I'm saying. But it's like I just feel like that's even, a women thing. But, but no wait, wait, wait. Black men because of like the media and stuff like that, like we're looking for like a ride or die. And <laughs> why do I have? You haven't been through anything with me. Then. But yeah. ride or die doesn't mean you you get to cheat on me and I have to ride. I'm through not that. agreeing. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not yeah. saying you are, but you know what I'm saying. Like ride or die does not mean that like you get to cheat on me. You get to do all this shit to like. That just means if you lose your job, I got your back. I gotta, I, right? like, I gotta give you. Stuff. I gotta give you a chance to ride. You feel me? Like I'll be. But riding like, I can does not be, mean I can be Lawrence and you can be Issa. Like I could lose my job a couple of years. You riding through that? You ain't got to. Ain't got to go through all the mess. Issa didn't ride. Yeah. She did right. Um, we're not gonna say that. Okay, this is <laughs> be quiet. So, the the point that I'm making is like, why do I have? To, why do we have to go through those things for my love to be real? Mm-hmm. My love should be real just off the fact that like mm-hmm. I am showing you that I love you through like different things. Um, like it shouldn't be glorified that like. Y'all you had stayed, to go yeah. through all of this, and yeah. now y'all at a good place. Like yeah. when 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 Pastor Mike Toby preaching, he be talking about all the time how he cheated on his wife. I'm like, why do you say that? Like every time you you mm. preach for me, like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to say this and try to relate to us because you went through some stuff. You can talk about it without throwing yourself out there. Yeah, I think that, like you said, it's 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 kind of glorified. And yeah, people, like, like aspire to have. I this know she loved die. me, man. She had my back when I was out here in the streets, you know. Yeah, held like, me down. Like I cheated on her thirty two times. Yeah. No, for real. But that's not like, nothing. Like, why do you? What kind of at, at this point? You have no. You have no self respect. So yeah, you, you can't. You your spouse shouldn't even really expect you to respect them. To be honest, because you have no self respect. The Lord says, "Love your neighbor as yourself." And you can't love yourself. You can't love your neighbor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that. Personally, like for me, that idea of like ride or die or like whatever in the way that we think of it mm-hmm. is like very <laughs> dysfunctional. It's in like many ways toxic. Facts. And like if you want to ride or die, like we got to figure out what your definition of ride or die is, because that could be a green, that mean green, that could be a red flag too. Mm-hmm. Because if you want me to be a ride or die and you out here doing all types of stuff, and I'm sitting at home twiddling my thumbs. Like, even, what is it? The best man. Mm-hmm. 
Dude was pissed that like Mia cheated on him. What's this? What's the best man? The best man. Okay, we're gonna have to watch that movie night. A movie night watch. Yeah, I was about to say the worst part about it is the man don't be right or not. Is exactly, and that's mm. the thing. Is men expect, mm-hmm. especially like. The way that we've conceptualized it for black women is like exactly black women have to be ride or die, but black men are not supposed to be ride or die. And in some ways, it's more disrespectful if a woman does the same things that you do to her. And that's why to you. That's why I came with that whole initial thought in general because my mindset has shifted to the point I was like, wow, because I used to have this mindset like she she don't mean me. That's it. But I was just thinking about like we're not married. You don't really owe me anything. You made a mistake, and you don't want to. Co- you don't want to continue making those mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you messed up one night, you was drunk or whatever. Something and something happened. We can if that's not who you want to be, and that's what you not what you don't want to do. Okay, we can work through that and understand why it happened mm-hmm. and try and adjust and try and work through that. But not if you really just want to be out in the streets and just be a habitual cheater. No, that's not what I'm saying. I want to accept. But I was just saying, yo, you made a mistake. You know, that's not what you want to do. Okay, we can we can work through that. But I'm also gonna say this, like y'all y'all have said it, like if we are not married, I don't owe you anything. And I think that that's a slippery slope to go down because if you're like, I'm not dating somebody just to date them. I'm dating you with the aspiration of like marriage one mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I'm too old, and you ain't that old. <laughs> It's a lot of old people sing with single than you. Look, I'm too old. I have a cutoff. But I'm too old. I have, like, certain things. And it's like, I'm not dating you just for kicks and giggles. Like, yeah, we're going to have kicks and giggles along the way. But I'm not dating you with, like, oh, well, you know, this will be three months or whatever. And then I'll move on and find somebody else. Nobody said, um, you, nobody said you're supposed to do that. I'm not saying that's what y'all are saying. But I'm saying, like, the idea that you don't owe somebody something just because you're dating or just because you're not married is, like, kind of dangerous because it's like that opens it up to the point where it's like okay well i can cheat on this person because like i really don't owe them my allegiance or like i can do these things to this person it's just about respect yeah i think it opens it up to manipulation exactly if you but it's like if we're in a relationship there's a commitment Mm -hmm. i don't care if like we didn't sign a marriage certificate a marriage con like whatever it may be right if we didn't do those things that doesn't mean that i don't owe you respect and loyalty Mm -hmm. That just means that we have not made it to the point where it's like an official legal binding thing of respect and loyalty. It's just like, well, I like you enough to like not do certain things or like not engage with other people or whatever it may be. So I think that like I still owe you something. I still owe you respect. I still owe you loyalty. Mm -hmm. I mean, like if we're just talking like I don't owe you anything, but if we're like in a relationship or like whatever it may be, if we're we're more exclusive, I do owe you something, and I think that that's where we get it messed up. Is like, ah, well, we're just doing this. No, if at a certain age you should be dating with the aspiration of like something being long term, whether or not you believe in marriage or want to marry, but it should be long term, and you should be preparing yourself to preparing yourself to like kind of like break out of that like, oh, I'm just young, I'm having fun kind of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so next in flags, it says, how do you handle a partner's red flags? Run. How do you adjust, <laughs> how do you adjust based on those indicators? Yeah. It's here at least. Yeah. You don't talk that much, Corey. How y'all talking about how much I talk? I ain't got to say nothing. Oh, I ain't even open credit karma. <laughs> <laughs> um, read the question again. How do you adjust How do you handle a partner's red flag? Well, like y'all said before, a red flag isn't always something that you run from. 
Yeah. So you just got to decipher and discern whether it is something you run from. I mean, a red flag has to be dealt with. It needs to, it needs to not be there anymore. So, so, you, so it's something you change? Yeah. Or you, you if that's the way they want to be and you can't change it, then yeah, then you got to you you get out of it. That's not that, that's something you can't tolerate. Then you got to dip. But if, if it's a red flag and it's able to be worked on, turned into a green flag, or you know, not even turned into a green flag. I don't know how you do that. But just, you know... Throw the red flag away, make it so it's not there anymore, then, yeah, what's the issue? What about in relationships when you don't notice a red flag or somebody else has to, like, tell you, like. What if you don't. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I forgot what she was about to say. I mean, I'm saying, like, somebody else has to tell you, like, yo, that's that's, that's not, not okay. right. Like, mm-hmm. like, what, like, how do you go about those type of relationships? That somebody else is telling me about your red flag? About your partner's red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if it's something that you don't really notice, it might even be something that you have begun to deal with at a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. But now somebody's like, no, that's actually not that good. Like, you're changing now. Like, you see what I mean? I I understand what you're saying. I think, so from what I, if I'm interpreting it right, right. Um, your friends will sometimes say like, dog, like that's not okay. Like this person does this and like, like, are you paying attention? And I think that that could be like, oh, you're so blinded you by you're love a little bit. living with somebody's red flag like it's normal. Yeah. 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 Okay. See, you gotta yeah. say it better. <laughs> I understood what you said, Mary. But like, you too many words. I think that that's where like, it's important for your friends to come in or like whoever it may be to like point out, like that's yeah. not okay. Like, and that's, and it's on you also to, to trust your friends. Cause if they're saying yeah. something and they love you, people be like, girl, you don't know him. He just, he, he do, he do yeah. this, he do that, but he still love me. You don't know him. We got it. We got it right. Like, yo, if they notice something in your relationship, that's wrong. You need to take that into consideration and actually notice that as wrong and fix it. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens when, you're in a relationship and you don't notice a red flag until after y'all have been deep, maybe even married at that point. I think that that's you will notice them, Mm-mm. but no, no, no. I I think that people notice things; they just choose not to acknowledge them because I mean, they we, like we, the we had a conversation just yesterday where this man had a foul mouth. And his wife didn't notice. They dated for four years until after they got married. You ain't noticed that your husband cussed. Well, he didn't cuss around you. He didn't cuss around her. Well, that's a problem of like not show, not like seeing your partner as like, like I think that there's a certain point because he knew she didn't cuss, so around her he wouldn't cuss. But that's the thing. I think that at a certain point, you your partner's gonna see certain things. Like you're gonna see me in a bonnet. You're gonna see me with my hair all yeah, over the place. After we're married, and, <laughs> no, well, no, no, because you need to know what you're getting into. Um, you're going to see me in the morning where it's like, I look a hot mess or like whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're going to hear me curse. You're going to hear those things. So like, that's a part of like trying to maintain this image of like perfection for this person. And, or like this image of like, okay, he knew she didn't curse. So he didn't curse around her. He tried to like maintain or like keep up this image that like he knew would keep her or he knew would like keep her interested. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that's the problem right there. That's exactly what we're telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay. so now, I mean, it's t- it's too late to just run. Like, I mean, no, it's you not. have to. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but if you Zane are, have told us that. if you are, 
<laughs> it was like three months they dated. If well, you're so deep, for a night. if you're so deep into a relationship, and now you start to see a red flag, you may feel like it's too late to run. Mm-hmm. Like we have to face this thing head on. Mm-hmm. But if it's not something that you can change, then you should be, and that's the thing, you should be comfortable enough to be like, I thought I knew you, I did not know you, right? If it's if it's something that's like super egregious and you're just like, I cannot live with this thing, that's where you're comfortable enough to be like, look, dude, like either we fix this thing or like, I need to like seek out other options. Mm. Like I think that people are too, that goes to like the idea that people are too like interested in maintaining things. It's like, Oh, we've been together for X amount of like months or years or whatever. Mm. And it's like, well, if you're displaying red flags and I think that that's, that's a thing where it's like some things you cannot fix with people, some things about people you can't fix. And it's like one of the red flags that somebody brought up was like anger issues. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I'm starting to see like certain issues with like how you display your anger, how you process your feelings and things like that. And it's like, well, this could potentially be dangerous. And then some people will, some people will say, well, I could potentially help this person like overcome that. And it's like, because we've been, huh? Jada. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've been together for like X amount of time or whatever. It's like, No, like that's a red flag where if you are displaying certain certain things that could be dangerous, like I'm not going to stick around and say like, oh, well, I've invested this time or oh, well, you know, you need to work that out. No, you need to work that that out in therapy by yourself. Mm -hmm. So how do you uh, stop them before they even start? Like what could hypothetically I do for myself to not hide those red flags? What could you do for yourself? Yeah, like say I was that person who was hiding the way I handled Bring your anger whole self, Corey. into the relationship. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you take it upon yourself to, you know, really open up to that person and tell and show them who you really are? I was gonna say I think it has to be some. It has to be your partner, like showing you a certain level of comfortability. Okay. So like, if you feel like you have to put up a front or be this certain person. To be with your girl or your man, like, one, you probably shouldn't be with that person, first of all. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I mean, yeah, you probably just probably shouldn't be with that person. <laughs> That's it. Like, like I mean, <laughs> if, it. if you don't feel like you can be comfortable with the girl that you're in a relationship with, then you probably shouldn't be in a relationship with her. But maybe, the, why? Why don't you feel comfortable? Because what she's doing or what you're doing? I don't know. It could, it could, it could be both well, ways. I mean, sometimes it could just be insecurity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... If I don't feel comfortable, it may just because I'm insecure. So, mm-hmm. like, say, that's what I'm not, that, yeah, that's because just getting out of a relationship, that doesn't, that's not yeah. always the right. I mean, answer. it could be, it could be like, say, I don't, I don't let my girl like ever see me without a fresh haircut. Like, <laughs> that might just be an insecurity. Like, mm-hmm. my girl has never told me like, yo, you need a haircut or anything like that. But I just might feel like I look my best and I can be presentable <laughs> to her with a fresh haircut. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes you may have to check your own insecurities or it may be how your partner, how comfortable you are with your partner and what your partner shows you and how they can be around you. So, so I mean, what about what about when we let our insecurities out in a way to where we're like, you know, putting expectations on our partner? So now I get a haircut every every week. My hair is stay clean. So now you got to do your hair every day, put makeup on every day, all this stuff. 
because you know I do this for myself. And this is what you got to do. I go ahead. I was gonna say, would that be insecurity, or what would that be? I just feel like you're letting your. Inse- I think that's projecting. You're letting your insecurity project on to your partner. You don't want to be around her without a haircut. Maybe your hairline receding. You need the little fibers to go in your hair to get cleaned up. <laughs> And so when you see her, you like, nah, you can't be walking around the house with your braids and shit. You need to get, put your wig on, you know, bleach the knots and all that. I don't want to see that. So how you how you? How you feel I mean, about that? that's 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 like the same thing, and I know that also goes on. It's just like some, not even to think of an example, but that's definitely something that goes on, and I think that's also goes into comfortability, goes into just being real mm-hmm. with your partner. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you really love somebody, you love them no matter what. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, it shouldn't be a superficial thing. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be about materials or how they look. So that shouldn't even be in the question. Mm. So, I mean. I think, I mean, so, like, kind of add on to that. I think that. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. My fault, my fault, my fault. You're going to stop interrupting me, Corey. I interrupt everybody. It's okay. (laughs) So I think that to an extent, when you find somebody who, like, you genuinely, like, value, love, cherish, all that, like, lovey-dovey stuff, um, you won't mind them walking around and, like, not being, like, you know, done to the nines all the time, like mm-hmm. hair done, makeup done, you know, all that stuff. Like you're going to hair see done, them. Nails done, done, everything did. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. yeah. So um, you are going to be okay with that and you're going to love and like think that they're like, you know, good looking either way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that goes to like wanting to push a certain image of a person like this you might think you love this person. You might think you like this person. Mm-hmm. But if you want to keep pushing them beyond like, you know, like y'all are just literally chilling in the house watching a movie and you like, you going to go put your wig on? You're going to go do your makeup? Like, <laughs> no, Negro, I'm not. Yeah. If you're doing that, that means that you're not with the person that you want to be with. Mm-hmm. Or you're trying to push them to portray an image that you think that they should like live up to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think your partner should also help you come out of your insecurities, Mm -hmm. especially if it's like, I mean, any insecurity, no matter if it's like how you may perform at work or how you look or how tall you are or your skill, no matter what it is, your your partner, I mean, Tori, Tori Lane's girl should be telling him he tall. You feel me? <laughs> no, like, she should not. No, she should lie. She should Bro. boost him up. You no, feel me? So she should lie. No, yes. she should put him in a booster seat, my nigga. What you mean? That is a little ass nigga. I'm a whole foot taller than that man, bro. That's crazy. How you five, how you weigh 120 pounds? Like you're a high school cheerleader, but bro. She, but 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 he don't need his girl telling him that. He don't need his girl telling him that. He need his girl telling him. Oh, you looking real b- brolic right now. Brolic? <laughs> you, looking, you're, you looking real big like, right now, Tori. Like, you going to be that small, at least be swole. Like, That's what on. I'm saying. No. She, she, she need to, your girl should hype you to the level where you can come up out of your insecurities. No matter if you hairline receding, like, it don't matter. She should tell you you look good. No matter. She don't have to, she don't have to tell you your hairline's straight, my boy. Like, <laughs> but, but she should be able to say, like, you look good no matter what. Like, okay. Tori, I don't care if you 5'3", like, you tall in my eyes. Nope. Like, you look, like, you look <laughs> so good. Yeah, like, you look good, my guy. Like, oh, my goodness. But, I mean, 
I think mm. that's how I sh- and especially Okay, so you brought up my fault. I was going to say especially for like men to women like you like you should hype your girl up, your girl should hype you up like there shouldn't be any insecurities between us two. You brought up like the kind of uh I don't even know what the what the what to call it, but it's just like the fake compliment. Like your hairline straight yeah, as hell. Yeah, yeah. Like nigga, I know my shit receding. Like why would you say that? That shit don't make me feel good. Now it made me think about my insecurity more right. because I know that shit receding. So how do you how do you navigate that line? That's what I'm saying. Shit, you just gotta be like, you look good. Like, mm. yeah, it don't gotta be adding east. Yeah, just it like, don't gotta be like good. she don't have to, she don't have to lie to you, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't keep it a fuck. <laughs> my hairline receding. It is, but. That don't mean that I can't look good. I mean, when women tell me I look good, I believe them. I don't think they telling me I look good because they're, like, ignoring my hairline or because I got a hat on. If a a woman compliments your haircut, how does it make you feel? I feel like my haircut look good. Okay. okay. You feel me? Like, even when when I used to get out the chair, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I look look right. You feel Mm -hmm. me? So, I mean, it's not even – it don't have to be about your insecurities, like – Sometimes I may feel like oh, I'm I'm a little big right now. Like I need to I need to start running again. Mm-hmm. But a girl might tell me, "Oh, I like that," and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> run for who?" <laughs> <laughs> but then, run but then, <laughs> but then people get too comfortable. Yeah, they do. Because now do. she tell you look good. I, I now nah, I guess I don't gotta go to the gym. Now you gonna get even bigger. Go. So I mean, it's 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 two sides to that coin. I think it's about what you want to do, though. Like, you can hype your person up. I feel like you also got to be honest, though. You got, like, babe, you got you got on some weight. But you can say that at a certain point. No, it's not. No, you can say that at a certain point. Once you've been with her for years, I think that you can say that. Years? I think it has to at least be years. It has to be years. You got to be married. Five years minimum. Five years? Five years minimum to tell your girl she's getting big. Nah. Yes. Nah. Yes. Definitely. Five years minimum. You wouldn't want her to tell you? you told a girl that she's getting big? I don't think I ever outright said it, but she, but if she was like, "Am I putting on weight?" I'd be like, "Yeah, you got some, you putting on some weight." I mean, but what's wrong with that? Like, if you, why that'll give her more encouragement to go to the gym and stuff, right? Because I think it has to. You have to be. You have to get through a certain point. Not talking about ride or die, but like, y'all just have to get know to a other. certain yeah. So know comfortability. Each other everything about, relies yeah, on comfortability. comfortability. So like, if I'm on like a third date or like a one year anniversary. And I'm like, yeah, when we first met, you was 30 pounds. And I'm like, like, no, nah, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm about to get up and leave. <laughs> you going to get up and leave? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I'm talking about if I was the woman. Okay. But I'm saying if we're like, so what if you date a woman and while y'all dating, she's losing weight. You can't compliment on that. Of course you can. If okay. that's a goal but I mean, of yeah, hers, If though, she's trying to lose yeah. weight. Yeah. Like mm. I see you, you know, getting it in the gym. Mm. But to just be like, nah. You need like to be like, yeah. For your birthday, I got you a gym membership. Like, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Like, that's what I'm talking about. But like, that's wild. It it, it 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 comes with some time, I think. But definitely, I don't think there should. If you're a, a real relationship, there shouldn't be any insecurities in that relationship, especially not between those two people. So it's possible that you can still have insecurities when you go outside. You may go to work. You may be around your friends or whatever. But, like, while you two are in the home with each other or just you two, there shouldn't be any insecurities there. Mm -hmm. Like, you shouldn't be in – 
you shouldn't be ready to take a shower with your girl with a shirt on. Like, you know? <laughs> like but if you're out at the pool, like, you can put your shirt on, you feel me? But you shouldn't be like, yeah, well, babe, let's get in the shower. Dude, like, that makes no got sense. Got your text out, boy. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, nah. Uh, real quick apologizing yeah i think that's it, something, that's something that really kind of hit me hard this week. oh why uh, hit you hard bro yeah what's, what's up i just feel like and it might even go into forgiveness mm-hmm. but and i haven't been in any two serious relationships like long-term relationships to really but i mean you can't uh, apologize isn't just relationships right, that's what i'm just saying it, it, it may be different in long-term relationships but i'm talking about Apologizing specifically in like romantic relationships. Okay. So it may be different if it's long, long term or whatever, but I just feel like I've been at a place where like forgiving and like apologizing just always comes at like that wasn't real. Like mm. people don't take a- apologies like they're real anymore. And maybe I don't know how to apologize. Facts. So that's why I kind of wanted to talk about it. So, um, but how can we uh, effectively apologize and also, like, effectively accept apologies? Um, you going to say something? No, go ahead. I was going to say apologizing comes with acknowledgement. You have to know what you did wrong. You have to express what you did. You can't just say, I'm sorry for what I did to you, babe. No, what did you do? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what comes with apologizing. You got to know what you did. And also come with a plan because apo- when you apologize, you, you're saying sorry because you don't want to repeat the behavior. Yeah. So come with a plan for you to not repeat that behavior. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, like, that's basically kind of what I was going to say is, like, it's all about acknowledgement and it's all about, like, growth. Like, you can't just say, like, oh, I'm sorry for, like, whatever. And it's, like, you you really have to say, like, I'm sorry I did this or I'm sorry it made you feel this way or, like, whatever. And, like, I won't do this again because I understand how it made you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, like the question or, like, whatever, um, the, the comment that somebody, like, left on my Insta with, like, how, how can we grow from this? So, like, asking me questions about, like, how can I make sure I don't do this again? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how can I make sure? It could, it could be something that's very simple. And sometimes for people, like, certain – traits or like actions are just kind of like ingrained and they don't like they don't really do it to like hurt people but it's like hey like this was actually like pretty hurtful and it's like okay well how can I make sure I avoid like this action or whatever you know what I'm saying like kind of talking about those things I think it can lead to a a larger conversation of like what are the things that make me feel uncomfortable and how can we avoid those things and it and comes with oh i'm sorry no, go ahead. and it comes with people not harboring emotions yeah. like if i did something to hurt you don't wait until i do a bunch of things and y'all come out at once let me know at the one time that i hurt you so i can you know reconcile that so it doesn't become a huge thing later on but i think that that's like kind of what's hard about it is like sometimes in romantic relationships from what i can remember um, I'm not even speaking romantic. I'm just speaking relationships in general. But I think it's different when it's a romantic relationship. It is. How? Because, like, I think that. Well, actually, no, no. When was the last I, time I you apologized to somebody outside of a romantic relationship? The other you day? should apologize to your friends. You <laughs> <laughs> talking about my business in the street, but uh, I apologize to Kendra. 
Okay, and before that, <laughs> it was. What you mean? And before that, I, you asked me a question and I answered it. And I'm saying, and before that, it was when. Uh, I'm saying I, I feel know. like it's more of a it's, it's more rare, in friendships, and I, I don't think it holds the same. I think that's a problem. I think because people think that your friends means you don't have to apologize. You know, eventually we'll just be friends and get over yeah, it. Yeah, and I I think that. I agree with I that. Don't think that no, I I think that that's very valid. Like being very candid, I like me and one of my really good friends had a falling out like literally last year, and we're gonna have a conversation about it like today. So I think that like neither Are one you of Molly us, Molly or Issa, I'm Issa. Never <laughs> um, one of us. Like you know, we didn't really like see the the need to apologize, but I think that. It's hard to admit that you've done something wrong, but I think that I apologize to my friends when I do things that are wrong to them. Like, one of my friends texted me the other day and was like, you were really mean to us when we were in undergrad. <laughs> and it was, like, little things that they would do. But it was like, I did not realize that I was, like, actually, like, that you guys thought that I was being mean to you. Mm. Um, it was just, like, we were all stressed out. It may have been, like, midterms or whatever. Like, I yelled at y'all. I, like, I didn't think that I was being mean, and I didn't think that y'all thought that. But I can apologize and say, like, I'm very sorry and I'm sorry for how I acted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, like, we need to normalize apologizing to your friends. You can't mm-hmm. just say, like, oh, you know, we'll we'll get into an argument and then, like, the embers are cool. Mm. Like, I've argued with, a, like, a couple of my friends and it's like, I really need to apologize. Or, like, I think that you owe me an apology and we've come to that point where we have apologized. And I think that when you don't apologize, you have moments where it's like a year later, we're circling back and we're trying to figure out where our friendship is. Mm-hmm. I just think for me, I find myself in instances where I have to apologize more so in romantic relationships. Because you don't apologize to your friends. Uh, Nary, you're me does. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so... Let's not even go there. So why are you always putting yourself in positions in relationships where you have, where you to, have apologize to apologize for right, things? We're not going to do that. You brought it up. <laughs> what do you mean? Right. You brought yeah. it up. I'm talking about over my entire, like. Okay. And why do and you. I'm not saying it's that I'm putting myself in positions where I have to apologize. I'm just saying the times when I am apologizing are more so in romantic relationships than friendships. It's not like I'm apologizing every other week I, for something. I, like, I mean, but I also feel like that's because. My point I made earlier, you don't really notice what you do to your friends. Yeah. You don't think there's ever been a point ever in our entire friendship where you've done something wrong and had to <laughs> apologize? Like, nah, not at all. That's my point. I'm never wrong. That's my point. You really sit here and think about it. Like, can you tell me? Can I tell you? I mean, even, it's not, and I'm not saying huge things. <laughs> It could but be small stuff. It could be small stuff. Like, I don't know how the other day when I was trying to help, when I was helping you move sh- uh, the place, uh-huh. move the furniture from the place, and I was asking for the directions, or I was trying to help you uh, help you move your furniture from freaking Virginia up here, and no, 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 from your house. It was some some silly, like, you didn't give me all the details, you know, when to be at your house, moving to U-Haul and stuff like that. And it's just like... So I should apologize for that? Like, my bad, yo. Like, I didn't give you all the details. It's, it's something simple. But I'm saying... I gave you the details, and you feel me? I'm saying you gave them to me at a point where, like, you thought it was necessary for you to give them to me. And I'm just saying you should, you should don't so give me So even the if the whole thing is resolved, I still have to apologize? I mean, the resolution usually comes with it. My bad, Joe. Doesn't it? Something simple. It doesn't and have I to be like. I didn't say my bad. Like No. You always say it's always an argument. 
That's because you don't just be trusting me. That's the problem. <laughs> you exactly. That's Corey's problem. But you're not accepting accountability. Corey's trying to hold you accountable as your friend. That's a part of apologizing, right? Like, you literally said apologizing. But I'm saying the other thing with Corey is he just don't be trusting me. Like, he always want to ask, like, a whole bunch of questions when he could have just, like, bro, advocate, listen the to process. I'm going to I'm going to this, this woman's house. He says, we in the apartment. He said, come upstairs. There are like five doors yeah. upstairs. Which one am I supposed to go to? I'm supposed to just listen to the sound of, the sound of yeah. your voice. Like, tell me which one to go. Tell me the exact directions I need to get to where you are. He think you got so listen to my side, right? We are in the apartment with the door wide open, and I'm standing at the but door. But he doesn't know listen. that. Did you say okay, that? Okay, but him? listen, I'm standing exactly. at the door. He never listen, said that. I'm standing at the door on the third floor, saying, "Come upstairs." But Nere. if Corey, listen, if Corey gets out of the car, you know I had no, a grill with Corey. If Corey gets out of the car and starts walking up the stairs, like I say, you would see me. Why but wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Let me. But let me, if you, sh- but listen, if you just, if you just trust what I said, and start walking up the stairs, you see me. You know exactly where to go. I don't. But this you is the, do if you okay. got out of the car. Listen. Okay. Listen, How listen. do I know you're standing at the door? You didn't say that. That's why I said it's called trust. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but listen. It's called trust. Oh my goodness. Like if I wasn't sta- if <laughs> I wasn't standing at the door, if I wasn't standing at the door, I'd have been like, yo, come upstairs, third floor, it's 309. But, but you do that for I was gym. literally like standing at the door waiting for you, looking at you, sitting in the car, and I'm saying, yo, come upstairs. I can see you. I see you see me. Okay, but I'm a, I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Nah, I'm gonna say this. Yeah, you were on the third floor, but he had to walk up. What? I don't know how many flights he had to walk up. I mean, right? Eight, okay. So, but there could have been a basement, right? So upstairs could have meant the first floor. Upstairs exactly. could have meant the second floor. He did not know that. Exactly. So like, what he's trying to say is you didn't clarify. And then. I know you. You were probably like talking to him like he was all types of stupid. So I think that. <laughs> all right, well, no, but listen. He was talking listen. to me the same way he just said this just now. Yeah, like, I mean, real aggressive. Like, trust. like yo, are you stupid? Like, like literally. I like, never like, say, yo, are you stupid? But that's how your tone felt. Like, that's how your tone feels. You know how, like, your parents send you on a mission to look for something and you don't get it? And they like, yo, it's literally right here. And you're like. Yeah, I'll be feeling I dumb look. when they pick it up. Exa- <laughs> but exactly. But all you could all you had to do was tell him exact give him directions right and then if he's telling you like i just wanted clarity all you got to do is say like yo my bad i didn't give you clarity i should have right it's simple it's very simple so i'm more so talking about like big apologies Mm -hmm. because even in relationships there are going to be those small my bads like Mm -hmm. we know that i'm talking about like big apologies and i feel like most times when it comes to big apologies one, people have a hard time accepting. First of all, it was a hard time accepting I'm sorry. Mm. And then I switched over to I apologize. Mm-hmm. People still but have a hard time. Because, like, because, because people thing. somehow like misconstrue. I, I, I apologize means I, I'm, not, I'm sorry what I did. I'm not going to do it again. I'm sorry. It's just I'm sorry for how I made you feel. But I mean, still, I think it's just like. But do you ever say. What you did, like yes. you ever acknowledge? No, I'd never just say like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry." Like I would say, like, "I apologize for this and that." Like, I'll lay it out, and sometimes it's just still like. But I mean, you can't expect it don't for matter. their feelings to go away at that ex- in an instant. I'm moment. not saying it should. I'm not saying it should, but that's why I'm saying like, 
is there. So you're saying you apologize and stay still mad about it a month later. But that's a part of like poor communication and them not knowing how to. I think it goes back into like what you were saying about just making mistakes. Like sometimes Mm. people don't. I don't think people know how to forgive. Mm, Okay. That's my thing. Okay. I don't think people know how to forgive. I could agree with that. And it's like whether it was a mistake or miscommunication or whatever it may be, we have to know that you can forgiving somebody is like for you. Like you forgive somebody to like take that weight off your shoulder. Mm -hmm. And like, and actions are, can be isolated. Like this one action can be isolated and it doesn't have to be the end of the world. This doesn't have to be like, you did this because you hate me and you've never cared about me. Mm-hmm. And like, like it don't have to be all of that. Sometimes it's just an isolated incident and we should be able to apologize, talk about it, have good communication, learn from mm-hmm. it, forgive and now move on. That's a, is that a red flag? People don't know how to forgive? I think that could be. Early on, if I see that, yes. I don't think you really ever see it early on, though, to be honest. That's something you see. But like you talking about with the big apologies, that wouldn't happen early on. But, I mean, I think, I think red flags are tricky when you see them late because you're already invested in the relationship. But the way you can, yes, fact, and the way you can see them is, like, look at how, like, I've been holding this grudge against my sister for a year. Like, we don't, we're not on that's speaking true. terms. Yeah, that's, like, a red flag. That can be a red flag. Mm-hmm. Even with, like, she used to be my best friend. She not no more. This girl also used to be my best friend. This girl used to be, like. Why you got can, so many ex-best friends? Like, <laughs> I, that, can be a, that can be a red flag for sure. But I think, I think it also comes with people not recognizing that they're the problem. Yeah. Like if you have five You're ex, the Molly. Be- if you have five ex best friends, then I don't think it's your best friends that was the problem. I think it's you that are the problem, mm-hmm. and people have a hard time noticing that they're the problem. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. ever wants to be the problem. Mm-hmm. I think that like that not only goes to like just that goes to poor communication because mm-hmm. like I jokingly said like you're the Molly, but like for friends too, especially it's like. It can be very difficult to acknowledge when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be very difficult to, cause like, as friends, like you'll joke around, you'll do like certain stuff, and it's like, you're really hurt by that. Like that, it, it feels like that, and it's like people have you to hurt? realize. Dang, I hurt your feelings. You was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something you exactly say. <laughs> it was like. No, I was quoting somebody else. That's how he's feeling on Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was feeling. Anywho, um, okay. I think that like it's very, it's very easy to think like I don't have to apologize to this person or like you're just mm-hmm. taking it too serious or like whatever it may be, and it's like you don't acknowledge that person's feelings, and I think for friends especially like that's really difficult. Yeah, like I said, because um, friends just like we'll get over it. Let yeah. some time go. And it's like even with friends too, it's like sometimes we let things slide. Like in general, in relationships in general, sometimes we let things slide. And I've noticed with like, like with friends, you'll let things slide and you don't say anything about how something may make you feel or like how something may irritate you. And it's like you get to a point where you have a big blowout and you're like, Ugh, 
never want to be this person's friend again. But it's like y'all had to get through a whole bunch of stuff for you to feel like I never want to be your friend again. I mean, unless you like did something really egregious. But like that goes to I've been letting you slide with certain stuff for a long time and you felt like you could do this thing to me. So. So final question is how do people learn to forgive? What does the forgiving process look like? Accepting Jesus Christ in your heart. Okay. Is that Thanks your that. final answer? Of course. Okay, so how do you do that? <coughs> right. But what about for people who are not... Admit, believe, confess. Okay. ABCs. But for people who are not Christian or whatever... Convert. <laughs> <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> what? Convert. <laughs> Anywho. So you think once they accept Jesus Christ, they'll learn the value and how to forgive? I think I think uh, Christ gives us a perfect example of forgiveness. Okay. But for people who are not religious. Convert. Don't say convert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't. I mean, where else do you get a perfect example of forgiveness from? I mean, that is, but, I, I agree with that. But for people who, like, okay, so. You keep saying the same thing. For people who, like. Anyway, I think that you're saying, like, where where can people get, like, a better example? And I think that for people who may not be religious, like, that's not an example that you may, like, see or acknowledge or whatever. I mean, but I think I even think if you're not religious, you can still take that as an example right but i mean but listen, even listen. like people who are not christian like what if i'm muslim or what if i'm buddhist but listen like whatever you know even people who are christian still have trouble forgiving people exactly right. so i'm asking you is not you can't just say accept jesus christ because what is that like people who are christian still struggle with forgiving people so how do you like what's actual like steps can you take to forgive people exactly you have to practice real forgiveness Okay. But so how I do mean, you get to that? That comes point? with when you forget. A lot of people say, I'll forgive you, but never forget. Mm-hmm. And that's not like real forgiveness. Why if isn't you, it? If you didn't forget, then you never really forgave me. That's not you're, true. Yes, I disagree. It, yes, it is. That's not true. Yes, it is. Because it depends on how you, listen, listen, what you do with the listen, knowledge of that listen, you still bro, remember. Listen, because you're still holding on to what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. So now, whenever something else happens, you're, you're, uh, you have that knowledge in the back of your mind of this is what they did to me before. So I will never let them even interact with me in the same way. So you never truly forgave me for what I did. So you're saying take each incident as a singular thing. Isn't that what Christ that, does for us? Well, can yes. I? We are forgiven and our sins are washed away, right? Okay. We're so not looked at as this person who did this, this, and this in the past. Let's just look at it in a, in a relationship standpoint. When your spouse is a habitual cheater, what do you do then? You just forgive you every time? That's not what in you said. In your model, you just, you just forgive every time. If you don't remember what they did in the past. Then I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You said you, said forgive and for, you, said you can't forgive and not forget. You can forgive and forget and break up with somebody, bro. Then why are you breaking up if you forget it? Because it has been two, three, four times. But if they for, if they forgot all the prior times to now, right? No, 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 no. What do you mean? No, That's no, what no, you no. said. No, it don't work like that. 
don't work. That's like what that. you say. Because eat, it's not literally forgetting. Okay, exactly. That's that's what it's I was not saying. Literally forgetting it. Okay, we can't literally take a memory out of our brain. You can block stuff out, but it's like you aren't gonna hold me to that. Yes, yes. So this second time I cheated on you, it was not because. All right, I'm trying to think of an example of like. Uh, so the second, say I cheated on you, right? Mm-hmm. You forgave me, but you didn't forget about it. Mm-hmm. So now you don't ever let me go anywhere. Like mm. I can't go to the club. I can't go out with my boys. Mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere because you have this in the back of your mind mm-hmm. of when I went out with my boys, I cheated on you. Mm-hmm. So I can no longer do these things because I have not forgotten when you cheated on me. Mm-hmm. I say I forgave you for it, but I didn't forget that. Okay. But if I forget it, I can now let you live your life the same way that you were doing, but I forgave you for the action. If you cheat on me again, mm. that's just showing a pattern. It's mm. not about but me to forgetting. To show a pattern, it. you have to remember what they did in the first place. I literally just told him, like, you can't <laughs> literally forget and take a memory. She was on her phone. She wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you can't Mind forget. You can't literally forget and take a memory out of your brain. But it's like Afrikia, right? <laughs> I'm like if, you, if, if, if you came to me and did something foul. She just rocked you in your jaw. <laughs> say, say you crashed my car, right? Mm. You never let anybody drive your car. So say I let you. Say I let you drive my car and you crash it. Hell would freeze. I over. forgave you for it, right? Right. I, I forgave you for crashing my car. Okay. So now I continue. I might let you use my car again, because I have forgave you for it. You're wild. And I forgot that you even crashed it. I but, didn't literally forget it, but but can I I'm say not this? holding. Hold on. But okay. I'm not holding that action against you. Now, if I was to forgive you for it and say, Afrikia, we're cool, we're still friends, but you can never drive my car but again. This is, but this is the thing. I will say, like, this is actually a perfect example. My uncle, literally, like, my cousin has crashed multiple cars of my uncle's, like, totaled multiple cars of my uncle's. He still lets her drive his car. He forgives her. He must forgive he her forgives every time. Her. He forgives her every time. Yeah. And the last time, like, he forgives her every time. But it's the act of like, oh, well, I forgive you. Like, I can forget that action. That's kind of dangerous, though, because it gives you the license to continually do something mm-hmm. with, like, the idea that, oh, okay, well, you know, they forgave me. They're going to let me do it again. But that's why it also depends on that relationship you have with the person. So your you said it's your uncle yeah. and your cousin? My cousin, yeah. His daughter? His daughter. Clearly, he loves her. Clearly, but. The- no, listen, clearly she means more to him than that car. But this is the thing. The so, fa- I mean, hold on. <laughs> clearly she means more to him than that car. I feel like the responsibility is on the, him anyway because he ain't trying to drive. Keep cutting me off. But this is the thing. Why do y'all keep cutting me off? Because you cut me off. <laughs> I didn't. I was still talking. Sometimes you got to pause. He ain't trying to drive good enough. It's called pause for, you know, effect. All right, go ahead. So, I mean. You ain't get no effects, nigga. <laughs> the car... She means more to him than the car. That's why he's able to continuously forgive her. If this is a relationship, though, and you keep cheating on me, I care more about myself. I love myself more than I love this relationship. Okay. And I'm not going to allow you to give me a horrible relationship and 
take away love for myself. So it's not about forgiving and forgetting in that instance. But this is the thing. Even that, right? You have to care. Like, even the example of crashing someone's car. If you do it multiple times, and, like, she's crashed some very expensive cars. Mm -hmm. So, like, at that point, I'm not going to keep letting you borrow my car yeah, so good. that you can crash that's it you. so that I'm going to pay you. for another car. That's you. But I'm saying this. That's I have you. To, but he don't care about the car, clearly. He literally does. He just tries to... It's just the idea of appeasement, right? I'm trying to, like, give my daughter what she wants, right? And she's a full... She's older than me, so there's no excuse for this. Well, that's a but different this, uh, but hold on, wait, 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 wait. But it, I'm using this as an example because... You said in a relationship, I have to care more about myself. Even with like this like material example, I still have to care more about myself than I care about you. No, you cannot borrow my car. Yes, I will drive you somewhere, but you will never touch my car again. You don't. That is though. not me holding you onto. Listen, that is not me holding onto it. I'm not gonna keep spending my money and letting you crash okay, my car. Okay, but if you care about the money in the car it's more not than the money. it is, it is because if you care more about the money in the car more than your daughter driving and having transportation then you're not going to let her touch your keys and even go near the keys but if you care more about your daughter and her having transportation whenever she wants you're gonna allow her to use that car but no it's it, it goes beyond that i'm i'm this may not be the best example because you don't understand the backstory but it's, it's also not no, listen, the best example. listen okay but it's it's the example that you brought up and i had a perfect like personal i didn't example. bring up your uncle yes i did a a completely separate example of somebody bringing up a car and you brought up your uncle and a whole backstory. Because, I don't right. know that backstory. All right. God. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you though, like you brought up an example that I'm like, okay, well I know an example like this. Right. My point is at a certain point, you cannot keep forgetting what people do. Forgetting gives them license to continue to do the exact same thing to you mm. and them thinking it's okay. You have to care about yourself. The example I brought up was not to say like, oh my uncle should care about the car and the money more. The example is you should care about yourself, right? The, you no, no, no. Because if you cry, if okay, you crash, we're making listen. the same point. <laughs> we're making the same point. Aren't we making the same point? All right, I don't Neri. think so. We are. I don't think so. I literally said you cannot literally forget something, but say it's. The first time. But, yo, I'm saying the idea of forget, forgive and forget. Give someone the license to do it to you again. I'm not going to tell you I forgave and I forgot. I forgive you. I'm still going to keep it in the back of my mind. Why would somebody. Even with listen, cheating. Why would somebody you love and somebody that loves you take advantage of you in that way? Because they know they're able to. If they if they are going to take advantage of you, they don't love you, Efrakia. I'm not saying they do. I'm talking about people who love each other. If somebody loves you, they cannot take advantage of you. That's unequivocally Is that false. true or not That's true? Unequivocally false. false. People if have different. If someone loves you, they can take advantage of you? That's love? That's the other problem. Mm. People don't know love. Mm. People do not people know what real you, people do. People I'm do not done. have a good definition of real love. I'm done. That's the problem. That, okay, I'm not Nary. I'm not saying that that is a. You good just thing. told me somebody can take advantage of you and can love you. Can you let me finish? Let's bring up First Thanks. Corinthians thirteen. She already told me somebody First can take advantage of you, you and let, love you. Can you let me finish? Starting in Thanks. verse four. Finish. Go ahead. People know. have different definitions of love. That's the issue. I might love somebody. Thank you. That's the issue. That's the issue. It's not real love it's not are you gonna let me finish it's not real <laughs> you gonna love you gonna let me finish Go ahead. 
I am not saying that it is real love, but someone can think that they love you and and still take advantage of you. Because she's that. talking about that situation. She said, she said, think. I'm not talking said, about that person. They love I'm them. talking about the person that actually. I ain't got right, nothing listen, else so to say. This is not somebody that thinks they love you. Off. This is somebody that actually loves you, really loves you for real. They can take advantage of you, yes or no. Somebody that really loves you for real. Not somebody that thinks they love you. Not somebody that loves you on your good days. Somebody that really loves you. They are not going to take advantage of you. I mean, are you going to let me answer? Are you me I, I feel like you're going to give me the wrong answer. Here. I feel like you're going to drop the ball. The I feel like you're about to drop the ball. The wrong answer is my interpretation. There is no wrong answer. What's the right answer? Go ahead. Give me the answer. You're you going to let me yeah. actually talk? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of – okay, thank you. So – Don't put your hands on my mic like that. <laughs> okay. So I think that based on what people think of love, right, we may have very different definitions of love. Even the love that you have experienced and seen could be different from the love that I have seen, right? So that goes back to the conversation that Will was talking about with marriage, right? The marriages that he saw um, – caused him to think of marriage in a certain right in a certain way right and try to protect like what he didn't want to see in his marriage so you may think of love you may have a different definition of love you may have experienced love differently right and somebody may have told you they love you and shown you like very horrible characteristics right and you associate that with love so i think that until you can like pin down what your person like how your person defines love and what they define as love, then yeah, someone who thinks they love you, someone who loves you can very well take advantage of you. They may not have the same definition. And that's my point. You know what I'm saying? So this is why I started this entire conversation with Jesus Christ. Mm. So, I mean, that example is going to teach us what real forgiveness is. That example is going to teach us what real love is Mm -hmm. and with those two definitions and examples come on we should not be mistaken by any other forms of love that may be thrown at us yes pastor we shouldn't (laughs) we should not be mistaken by any forms of fake forgiveness Mm. we should know how to actually forgive somebody Mm -hmm. and take that action that they did take it off of us and give it to God Mm. because that's not for us to carry anymore. You can't be out here carrying all the bad things that somebody did to you because you know what happens when you do that. Now you even take those into other relationships. Hurt people hurt people. (laughs) So, I mean, if you, if you've been through all of this, even family members, trauma, all these things that come with different relationships, you're going if you are not able to forgive, and this is why I'm saying forgiving is not about that person being good with you anymore. Forgiving is about that weight being lifted off your shoulder. I, understand I can that. forgive you because I don't need that bad energy anymore. I'm using the word energy for y'all that aren't religious mm. or that y'all that believe in energies and manifesting. You feel me? So it's, <laughs> it's a little different. I mean, I'm not, no, talk, I'm not talking to you, Everkey. I mean, but at the same time, energy. Energy it can still be used. Well, I'm, I'm saying thing that we use it for. Forgiven is to take that bad energy away from you. You don't need to walk around with that trauma. 
You don't need to walk I'm around not with. That you, do. you don't need those crystals in your bedroom. You don't need the bottom window. And I'm not, necess- I'm not necessarily responding to you because we are kind of almost saying the same thing. Kind of. But I just feel like once we know what real love is, then we're going to know how to really forgive. And if somebody doesn't really love us, then they are going to be able to take advantage of us. They're going to be able to hurt us. They're going to be able to do all sorts of things that people don't do out of love. I don't disagree. I don't. I'm just saying that, like, if you're going to talk about, like, you know, you and that person have to be on the same page is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can very well say, and even with, like, the example of, like, religion, they're, like, like Corey said, there are people who are Christians, don't know how to forgive, don't know how to love, and, like... Nobody's perfect. No, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one is perfect, but, like, they don't even take the examples that you were saying, right? And they don't, they don't know how to do these things. So... That is why I think that, like, it's important for people to, like, name it and define it. You don't even court. It's not my name, sir. Corey's not your name. Not my name of the podcast. I don't know. Jesus does not have anything further to add. All right. This is episode 33. Something like that. You got anything left? Anything else to add? Episode Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Why didn't oh, you say that? Because y'all were rapping. Nary said we were right, about we to done. cut. Bye. We're about to get this food. Five friends about to get this food. <laughs>